promise amen that's what we are striving for that's what we are believing in amen praise be to God thank God for that I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ there's a nice atmosphere here amen and it's good to be in, it's good to be in the church amen with uh, believers of the same faith just want to greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and also convey their greetings from brother Darren to the church, Pastor Harold, and Brother Ed, and the church, and the saints over there greeted you as well. So just want to convey that before I forget. Amen? Amen. Amen. Just pray together. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, this evening, Lord, we come in your presence. Come, Father Lord, to worship you and to glorify your name, Father. To just, Lord, to put aside ourselves and to be recharged from you. Father, our desire is to have a closer relationship with you. Father, the prophet has told us so many times you long for fellowship, Father. But we thank you that you put inside of our heart something so we can respond to your desire the pool responding to the pool father and we respond to that we desire so more of you father 
Every day we want more of Jesus Christ, less of ourselves, more of Jesus Christ. As the prayer that was made, Father, this is what we are, Lord. We, we just want to receive more from you, Father. May you refill us from, with your Holy Spirit again this evening. Speak to our heart, Father. Draw us closer. May you say something that will help us in our daily walk with you, Father. We remember Enoch who walked with you, Father, and he pleased testimony was pleasant to you. Our desires, our testimony be pleasant to you. Father, we want that great witness inside of our heart, the Holy Spirit. Let himself, Father, witness your own, your own presence inside of us, Father. Lord, we lay aside our own thoughts and we invite you, Father. You have already been here, Lord, from the song service. Let the remainder of the service, Father, be under your hands, Lord, as I commit this speaker and the hearers in your hand, Father. Let the Holy Spirit, Father, stir heart to the word of God. Father, we have, we are so privileged to be the people who have received the word of God for this last age. We want to take that as a great opportunity, Father, to say amen to your word. Let it be done to us according to your word. As Mary could respond, say, responding to the angel, let your promises be done to me according to your word. That word found, Lord, the bedding ground. Father, we want our heart to be the bedding ground for your word for this last age to manifest the sons and daughters of God for the last age, Father. Lord, we love you, we glorify you, we praise you, Father. Our desire is to be with you. The prophet will take the scripture of Psalm 27 to speak about the rapture, Father. It's the desire to be with you, Lord. That also our desire. We give you the glory and the honor, Father. If there is any need among us, Father, we believe you are still the high priest who can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Whatever need it is, Father, you are Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shalom, Father. May the peace of God cover our heart, Lord. We love you and appreciate you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, musicians. God bless you. I invite you to read the word of God. How many love the Lord? Yeah. Zachariah 4. Familiar scripture, that's all. Zechariah 4, 6, 10 says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but my, my spirit, save the Lord of hosts. I leave that scripture still the same here. Amen. Same today. It's not by our might, it's not by our own strength, but by his spirit that we can overcome. And then he says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, that shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. 
Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. Remember what he has started, he will finish it. He doesn't like halfway work, amen? He will get to the final destination. Thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto you, for who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. Those eyes of the Lord, the seven one, the seven messenger of each age. Amen. And read uh, Hebrews 11. Thirty-nine, forty says, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. He's talking about Abraham. He's talking about Jacob. He's talking about Joseph. He's talking about Moses. He's talking about Samson. He's talking about all Joshua. He's talking about Rahab. He's talking about all David. He's talking about all the heroes of faith. But at the end, he comes there and says, These all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. May God bless his word and give the context to his word. Amen. Can I have a seat? As I'm in my broad subject about the power of God and the secret of it, just want to talk, speak to you, share with you a small thought this evening. It's been just been on my blessing on my heart, and sometimes when something has blessed you and you want to share it, and just in a way of encouragement this evening. Amen? Just want to remind you that we are right at the end time. We are right at the end time. We know that, that we have... Our church is called Anti-Time Message, Tabernacle. So we have to believe, and we not only believe, but also behave in recognizing that we are in the end time. We are in the end time, and we, we are in the end time. We have only one message. We have only one message that God has sent to us, that message to prepare us for the rapture. Amen. The purpose why we have believed this message, the difference between us and other denominations is this. We have received the material that God has given us to make ourselves ready for the rapture. We are on our way for the rapture. Nothing should disturb us from the goal where we are going. We are going into the rapture. Amen. Noah had only one message. He preached that message for, one, for 120 years. The same message, it shall rain, it shall rain, it shall rain. People could hear. Some people were tired of that message. Oh, he's going to wake up again. Is that old man is going to come up and again speak about the same message that shall rain. We are tired of hearing the same message. Yeah, yeah, you are tired of hearing the same message, but what about your life? What about the preparation? They didn't prepare according to the message they heard. They were tired of listening to the message, but they were not preparing themselves for that message. Yeah. Amen? But we have received the message, and we are preparing for what the message has told us. 
Praise be to God. And one day we know that without what we are singing about, what we are talking about is going to be a reality. It's not, not something as a fiction or something that to make us happy or to have us live in a happy way or positive thinking. It's more than that. It's a reality, amen. And we are going into that reality. I want to talk this evening about the subject that I'm talking about and put it as a title, The Age of the Spiritual Astronauts. I believe we can all remember the message the prophet preached about the count time, the, the countdown. Listen to one of the messages, listen to it again. Listen to that message, Brother Balaam is talking about that message, saying, I'm going to talk about a prophetic message. When the prophet is talking about a prophetic message, it means you need to be careful because you'll be talking about the prophecies and things inside of it. And if you don't have a spiritual mind, a spiritual revelation, you might miss it because it is a prophetic message. It's not an evangelical message. It's not a message for healing. It's not a message for, the, for, 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 even, for, for healing or campaign. It's a message. It's a prophetic message, something that places regarding the time where we are living. Amen. Another one is praying to you. Just if he says that, he just told, he just brings us to attention to realize that he, as a prophet himself, will be saying things that concern our time. And as a that, as in that message, you will take a parallel between between the type, the natural one, and, and the spiritual one, showing that the natural things typify the spiritual things. The natural the natural things are a type of spiritual things in many things. As you can take as an example, as we can see a tree, a tree is dying. That tree, that tree is, when it's dying during winter, and we are right in the right season where we have winter, we see things dying, like everything is dying, but it doesn't show that it's the end of the story for that tree. That tree shall raise next in the next spring, amen. It shows the same thing for the bright tree that when she died, the bright tree had to raise again, amen. It also is in the spiritual realm, in the spiritual realm, it can be a type for us to realize that even if we go in a time in, in, in a way of the grave, there is there is a promise that we shall rise again. It's not the end of us. We shall rise again. Amen. It will take the different type. We know the natural birth is also a type of the spiritual birth. Amen. The natural birth is a type of spiritual birth. You have justification, the water. You have sanctification, the blood. You have the spirit, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When you see the, when you see the water, you don't claim that you have already a baby. You know? You have to wait until the baby comes, and then you see the spirit striking him. Then you have a birth. Amen. The new birth is a process, amen. It starts with, start with justification, starts with sanctification, but the most important thing, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not the Holy Spirit only on the flesh, not only on the spirit, but the Holy Spirit inside of the inside in the soul, amen. That's what the message comes to give us. It comes to give us the new birth in the soul, amen. The natural is a type of the spiritual. We can take that in the type, looking at also in a marriage. Marriage, as we celebrate sometimes, many times, marriages, even though we are at the end time, people are still getting married. <laughs> we find in natural marriage, natural marriage is a type of the spiritual marriage. 
as we find that we, there is a courtship, there is an agreement, there is an engagement, there is a time also when it comes to the marriage itself, amen. In the spiritual realm, we know that we are not living anymore in the time of courtship, in the time of engagement. That was the time when Paul exposed us to Jesus Christ as a, as a chaste virgin, but now we are in the time of marriage. The time of marriage is right now, amen. We are living in a time where we are being united with our bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word, amen. The marriage is, is, the marriage is happening right now. The time of true fellowship, the time to be in the closest, the time to be in the inner room, the time to be in the true fellowship with our husband, in the time to have a close relationship with him. Amen. It's not the time only of courting, like we heard one, one of the brothers preached here. It's not the time of courtship where you come only certain days to see a certain person. It's the time of a true fellowship all the time. You become one. The way the husband is thinking, that's the way the wife is thinking. She thinking the same way as the husband is thinking. Amen. In our time, we have not received the mind of a man. We have received the mind of God, the mind of Christ. Amen. The message, as I expressed many times, is not the thought of William Branham. It's the mind of God expressed through William Branham. Praise be to God. As we are going into this subject of astral, I would like to make a clear distinction here. There is a huge difference, a huge difference between an astronaut, I'll be sometimes a little bit technical, but I was just, I was just a little bit very curious to see how it comes in a natural way and how, how people look on all different things. There is a huge difference between an astronaut and an astronomer. God has called us, God has not called us to be an astronomer. He has called us to be astronauts. An astronomer is an expert in astronomy, is a scientific observer of the celestial bodies and the celestial stars. It's just someone who's looking things from the outside and is looking from far away. He doesn't have any contact. He has no desire to go over there. He's just looking from far away. We are not astronomers who try to think that from the outside and looking from away. We are astronauts. Our desire is to go all inside of it. God has not called us to be astronauts, has called us to be astronauts. But as an astronaut, is a person who is engaged, is trained for space, for space flight. He has been trained, he's gone through some training to be part of that space flight. What he studies, he wants that to be part of his own experience. Amen. He can study astronomy, but he's more interested in taking part in the space flight. No matter, let me tell you, no matter what we are going through now, it is a training for a space flight. No matter what we are going through, God is helping us to get us lay aside every weight, to get us out of the right shape, because the astronaut, the astronaut has to go through a certain training to give him a shape to the place where he's going. Amen. Whatever it takes in, to be part of the space place, Whatever it takes in order to be part of the space flight, the astronaut will take part in it. He makes himself a decision to be part of it. Whatever it takes, some diet that he has to skip in order to be an astronaut, he will skip that. The astronomer is not skipping anything. 
is enjoying anything from these earthly things, even though he look at things from the other side. But the astronaut, he takes some decisions. Amen? He takes some decisions. He makes some, some decisions. He's trying, he's not trying, but he's making himself involved in what it will take him to be part of the space flight. It will require him some training to have a different kind of dressing. They will dress him different times, they will dress him different things, they will dress him all the different things. How is going to accept, how is accepting those different things? Because in order to be part there, in order to enjoy on the other side, he has to be used to that kind of dressing that he has. When God is giving us some orders, and it looks like orders, or he's giving us some instructions about the word of God, let me tell you, it's not just something to make us like we are suffering. It's something to prepare us for where we are going. Amen. 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 They will work on their character while they are still on the earth. The astronaut is not expecting, they are not going to send an astronaut into the, into the space and help him to have a different character over there. They make sure that he has the character here before he goes on the other side. Let me remind you, a character is not a gift. A character is a victory. A character is the only thing that we are going to take on the other side. God is going to make us and is making us going through some training to make us part of having the character of Christ in order to go on the other side. God loves to make us so go through some training in order to be a real soldier. Amen. Doesn't look like a positive saying, but let me say it's a positive saying. Because once you go through that training, then you become equipped to face any hard hardship that can come along the way. Amen. We are already being trained in, on how to live on the other side while we are still on earth. Like I said, character is not a gift, it is a victory. A true astronaut is not only studying the theory of the condition in the space, but he conditions himself at the atmosphere of the heavenlies. He is on earth, but he lives the way he will be at the place where he's planning to go. He worships the Lord in the way that will be worshiping the Lord on the other side. He's not trying to imitate things and oh, I hope on the other side I'll be different. What will be on the other side is what is being trained here. Amen. Praise be to God. They will put the astronaut under the pressure of the space so that once there, he does not feel uncomfortable. They will put him under pressure. So I'm looking at that of some videos there. They put the astronaut under immense pressure. They try to simulate how the gravity, how the pressure of the gravity when, when they go through the space, how, how they will be under so much pressure. But they make those kind of trainings why they're still here, why they're still on earth, why they're, not, why, they're not, why they're not in the space already. But they made them go through some kind of hard pressure. The prophet will say this, if we start out just pretending we are Christians without going back to the very best is to be born again, you will blow up somewhere down along the road. That's why the new birth is so important. Because the new birth gives you the right kind of pressure. It says, you'll blow up somewhere down along the road. The pressure is too heavy. You can't stand it less you build for it. 
You can't be built for it until God gets a hold of you and not just polish you up, but start you from the beginning and bring you to a real magnum, a real child of God that's built to stand the word, built to stand the pressure, the pressure of the day. So many blow up. So many start well, but along the way they blow up. So many start well, but along the way they give up. But praise be to God that we are still standing. And it's not by our might, it's not by our power, but by the Spirit of God. Amen. Men trying to impersonate others, and so they blow up sooner or later, letting off the pressure. Remember what the prophet has is that, 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 that he, had, he had that gun. That gun was made for a certain kind, but, it, but they put it under so much pressure and it blew up on his face. Amen. So if you don't have the new birth, you are going to blow up along the way. But you have to dress up in a certain way. What is the dress? We want to be dressed up in the dress of the Holy Ghost. Only the dress of the Holy Ghost can stand against the pressure from the outside. Oh, may God help us. Amen. May God help us and shape us to fit into that dress. He's not trying to, to cut the dress in order to fit us. We have to cut ourselves in order to fit the dress. Amen. Not trying to get some shortcuts. May, may God help us to go into the dress and to put all the dress of the Holy Ghost. The astronaut, when he's about to take off, he, he cares less and less about the things of the earth. His focus is about the trip. They take only what is important for the journey. They leave all the superfluous, thi the superfluous things. They want to be as light as possible because they want just to take what is important to go on the other side. What will go on the other side? God will be asking for the token. Do you have the token? <laughs> The next thing that we are looking, it is the rapture going to meet him, the coming son. The prophet says, we'll have to be changed and caught up. You can't be caught up the way you are now. You are too heavy. He's not talking about diet here. He's talking about, don't try to go make some exercise. The prophet told me I'm too heavy. That's not what he's talking about. Say, so, oh, but brother, one day this mortal will take on immortality and will have a body like his own glorious body. For we shall see him as he is. You see, you seed of Abraham, hold your promise, honey, the prophet says. Stay with me, don't let no man rob from you. Amen. How do you become light? How do you lose weight? You lose weight when you feed the inner man with the word of God and the outside man is dying little by little. Let the outside man, let the outward man die. And let the inner man grow more and more. Amen. Let the outside die to the things of the world. Let the inner man take full preeminence. That's what we want. Amen. Oh, I marvel the way the prophet make the comparison in these this messages. We can read it yourself. Make the comparison between, between the way of transportation in the natural and the way of transportation in the spiritual. Think about it. It was no long time, as we message believers, it's no long time that we have, we have been, we have been, we have been moving from one place to the other using a horse, a buggy, as the prophet will say it many times. We have been using a horse, a buggy. Remember, some people like it, a horse, a baggy for, 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 
four, 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 four. Yeah. Notice as romantic as it might be, it does not take you far in a reasonable time nowadays. <laughs> the horse of baggy is the pastime nowadays. Imagine going to work from the <laughs> horse of baggy from from <laughs> from St. Albert to Beaumont on Handy Anthony Hende <laughs> with a horse. Uh, you, you'll take some some hard time to get there. But it, it worked on some edges, it worked on some time, it was useful on some time, it's still useful for some areas. Don't take me wrong, and Amish still use it from one place to small distances. But in order to go for long distances, you need something greater. In the natural, as you did in the natural, you need some green greater, amen. I know you have heard that before, but let me just emphasize on the things that God has given us that has a higher level of grace in our life. Praise be to God. The prophet will make this, he says, it's a first achievement as it was in the way of transportation. It will take from one place here to another place, and it used, it, used to be, it used to be in a certain way, but nowadays it passed because there is something greater that's called an automobile. An automobile brings you from one place to another place in a way a little bit faster. I remember, I had my first car here that my brother gave me. <laughs> That, 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 that car was a horse, <laughs> almost. <laughs> Brought it to the mechanic. The mechanic looked at it and says, this is a dead horse. <laughs> Why are you still driving it? <laughs> but it helped me from point A to point B. I lost where I was. Horse, of, uh, horse and baggy. We thank God. The horse of Baggy is a type of the Lutheran age. It was God bringing the church from Romanism, Catholicism. He brought it into the first spiritual achievement. The just shall live by faith. And we thank God for justification. It has helped us move from one point to another point. It has us move from a stagnant position to recognize that it's not by our works, but it's through the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank God for justification to realize it's not on our own merit, on our own works, but we are saved by grace. Amen. We thank God that the price is already paid. Amen. We thank God that we just need to accept the price that is already paid for healing, for our salvation, nothing of our own, amen. There is a, but there is a big difference between a horse and an automobile. Despite the mechanic things, despite the thing that you have to change, the oil change from time to time. Let me tell you, those who have horses, they change things also. <laughs> but there is more than that. What is the most different things? The most different thing it is an increase of power. It's an increase of horsepower. God gave more power to the church. As I'm in the broad subject of the power and the secret of it, God has given more power to the church. The Methodist church taught sanctification. Amen. Some of those men and the women was actually sanctified through the things of through the things from the things of the world, and they lived a consecrated life. Let me say this again: it's still valid today. Amen. God cannot fill a vessel that is not sanctified. You need to be separated from the things of the world. You need to be separated from unbelief. You need to be washed by the word of the word of God. You need to be washed by the bleeding word. Amen. It's still valid today, but in a greater power. Amen. There was a and then, then, then the automobile can't you help you from one place to a greater place. 
There was one brother called one time in the church. And he, so, brother, you know, I, I'm in Montreal. I want you to pick me up from Montreal and because I would like to attend the church on Sunday. Oh, brother, that's a long way. I can drive all the way from Montreal on, on a Wednesday and bring you to church for Sunday. That's too far. We need something greater maybe to get there. We thank God for the bright brothers, amen. Yeah. <laughs> they, created, they created a flight and they invented a flight. As we look at the story of the bright brothers, they believed that a man could fly. No matter how the difficulties they went through, they still believed that a man could fly. They, 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 they had through the accident, they went through accident, they went through many difficult times. Almost at one point, they almost died. One, they almost died. One, one person died, but the, the, bride, the, the right brother almost died at one point. But, but they still believed that I can fly. And one day he flew. <laughs> the Pentecostal church, the Pentecostal age. Are you still with me this evening? The Pentecostal believe that the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that the promise is to you, to your children, and them that far off, they put the chemicals together out of the word, and they moved into the air. Amen. Healing, speaking in tongues, revelation, gift of the Spirit was restored in the church that Luther, neither, neither Wesley knew nothing about. But today, but today there is something a greater way. Amen. Let me say this, today we can fly based on the same principles that the bright, the white brother had to be based on. The same principles that they worked on, those principles are still valid today when we are, when we are flying. It's still the invention of the, bride, of, the, of, the, of the white brother. It's still the same principles. Let me tell you, the same principle that bright brothers could not, the bright brothers could not achieve anything without the achievement of the automobile. They had to base what they're doing from what the automobile has done, and they did something greater than what the automobile has done. If the automobile was not created, they would not have created what they were doing. Because they had to use some of the engines and make it more powerful in order to fly where they were flying. Let me tell you, it's the same principles here. If the same time, if the same, if Luther could overcome in his time based on the revelation on the word of God for his age, and Wesley could overcome because of the revelation for the word of God for his age, the same way here we cannot overcome without the revelation for the word given to our age. Amen. We need to have the revelation for the word of God given to our age. But as God is releasing the revelation, is releasing more power. Well, God is releasing more revelation upon his own word. The things that we know that Luther couldn't know, that Wesley couldn't know, we have a greater, not only understanding in an intellectual way, but more revelation in our heart of what God is doing. Amen. God is able to achieve something by spirit-filled people who are hungering and thirsting and those who will stay with the word. The same principle applies today, although it has more horsepower. God, I will stay with the word of my age. Amen. If you are hungry and thirsty of more of God, God is going to fill you. Amen. I was struck by one testimony, brother Darren spoke to his church about, about his family. So he was just thinking, I'll just share, I don't want to take my time, but he was just thinking as a, as a kid, 
as he has, uh, he has his kids. He was thinking, maybe the kids don't maybe grasp many things. They need a tangible way. They need a, uh, a way to measure their growth or the, the progress in the spiritual life. So he gave them a challenge. He says, okay, I'm going to make things a little bit practical for you. If each one of you, put the younger one, if each one of you, the youngest one, if you can read one page of the Bible every day and put what God has spoken to you every day, and we keep that for one month, and we see how it's going to go. Those who are older, read three pages, and the oldest one, can you read five pages every day of the Bible, write what God is giving to you, and we'll see how it goes. Give them a test of one month, and, and they kept, they were faithful for that one month. Oh, he says, oh, he was surprised himself, and gave them, okay, second month, and then he was surprised. Some of them stuck with it, they were very faithful. And then three months, some of them were very faithful. And one of them, the oldest one, Jesse, was one of them, was very, very faithful. He stayed, he was reading five pages every day, five pages every day, and commenting and commenting. And one time, one time he was, he was so into it, and one time he forgot to read about the word of God, and he went to, he, he realized it very late in the night. But he, he, he didn't want to skip that, so he, he, because they were sharing the same room, he went to the toilet and he had just to read, and he read, he read the word of God in the toilet, read the word of God, and finished five pages, and he put what God spoke to his heart. Let me tell you, brother, brother Darren himself testifying says, I've seen an exponential growth for my kids when it comes to the spiritual life and the relationship with God. When you give God more time, God is going to unveil to you in a greater way. It's the same principle. We give him more. If you give him more, he's going, if you draw nigh unto him, he's going to draw nigh unto you. I'm not just saying as a testimony. Myself, I read those notes. I'll tell you, I read those notes. I couldn't believe that it was a child of 15 years old, child who could write those things that God was speaking to his heart. I was like, oh, wonderful. You know, it's God. God, God doesn't look at the age. He looks at the, what you heart, your disposition. If you give him more, he's going to reveal to you more and more. It's not just about the time, how long you stay in the message, how much you allow him to use you for his glory. How much yourself, you make yourself available to him to use you for your glory. Amen. Just, just a, a side, but it was a good testimony. The prophet says the automobile was a higher form of transportation than the horse. The airplane was a higher form of transportation than the automobile, but they accompanied one another horsepower. In other words, don't say to the horse that he was not useful. He was not useful. The horse helps to go to the horse and the chariot help to go to the automobile. The automobile helped to go to where we are, to the flight. To, to, to the airplane, the airplane will go to the higher level where we are now. But don't put the horse aside because it's still useful. Don't put the car aside because it's still useful. Amen. What about the Holy Ghost power, the prophet says? A Holy Ghost power that can justify you is the same Holy Ghost power that can sanctify you. The same Holy Ghost power that sanctifies you, it can fill you with his presence. Amen. The message is not putting, it's not putting what Luther based on aside. It's adding more. 
The message is taking all the loose hands that have been put aside, is adding more. Amen. This, if they could dedicate their own life more to Christ, we are adding more to that. Amen. We're not putting that aside, we are adding more. Amen. Praise be to God. The next step is being an astronaut. You know, I made, you know, I'm running out now, I'm under pressure because. Made some studies on the astronaut says, Alan Barlett Chesford became the first American to travel into space. In February 20, 1962, John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth, the F-craft. But do you know how much horsepower the rocket of spacecraft Friendship 7 used had? The study says he had three and a half million horsepower. The representation of saying if you had to put some horse, horses around it and the power of horse, you have to put three and a half million of them in order to be the equivalent of the atomic power that was pushing him into the space. So it shows that this is a greater, a greater power, it's a greater horsepower that he has received. And what has to be done there, it was by an atomic power, a greater power that presses him so much higher than the airplane. And the airplane even is indeed. Amen. The difference between the airplane is that you fly on it, but you are still in the earthly realms. You are still in the earthly sphere. You know, we can be on a flight, you can be on a flight to go from one place to the other. You don't actually leave the atmosphere of the earth. You are still in the atmosphere of the earth. You are still bound to the atmosphere of the earth. You are still in the spirit and the flesh realm. But when you use the spacecraft, you go beyond the atmosphere of the earth. You may go all the way beyond them. You can go just up and up and all the earthly atmosphere stay behind you. You have an unlimited, unlimited power to go beyond the atmosphere of the earth. Amen. Let me tell you, the first pool and the second pool was still in the earthly atmosphere. Because it was still on the flesh, it was still on the spirit. But what we have received, what we have received at the opening of the word of God, it brings us way higher. It makes us astronauts to go all the way higher than where the airplane can go. Amen. This is our age. This is the age of the spiritual astronauts. They are here right now. The eagles of the air that can go beyond any other bird Sail above, sail above everything, spiritual astronaut, they can take the word of God and prove that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are living in the age where we have received the eagle anointing. The eagle anointing is not an earthly anointing, it's an anointing that goes beyond the earth. Amen. A chicken cannot follow an eagle. Even both of them are, are birds, still birds. Both of them can call Christians. But the difference is an eagle can go higher than how a chicken can go. I shared that testimony with you last time, and I will share that with you again. I shared that with you, the brother there. The difference, I was, I was struggling as a young boy. I was struggling between Christians or the message and Christian, Christian from denomination. I was wondering, I have friends from there. I see them doing certain things. They seem to be good people. They are good people, and they are good people. Don't take me wrong. But I was, I, 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 was, I, was, I was a little bit questioning. I, was, I went to my time of rebellion with my parents. But they were also Christians. But the parents were warning me. 
but we are different. We are, but why are we different? I didn't understand that. But as we are growing up, as we are going through some challenges of youth challenges and different things, I realized that one after another, they are falling, they are falling, they are falling. They don't have the power to keep them staying to the truth. They don't have the power to say, we love Jesus, but when it comes to obey the word of God, the Holy Spirit is not there to keep them obedient to the word of God. They fall one after the other, one after the other. I realized, thank God for the message of the hour. It has already warned me about different things that they couldn't take care of as they were going one of them it will warn you about video games it will warn you about, about movies it will warn you about different things and as they are not obeying those warnings they were falling one after the other but by God's grace they will keep going on Amen. oh do you still love him Prophet says, unless I'm going to fast, but says a spiritual astronaut, oh my glory, that makes me feel good living in this age. Now, what a wonderful thing for a spiritual astronaut. What is it? What did the natural scientist do? Has been able to achieve that. Oh, God through man will stay if the Bible and stay is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is not afraid of the promise, regardless of what anybody says. Stay with it. What is it? You become an astronaut that can go so far, it's beyond denominational thinking, it's beyond anything else, it's beyond the things of the church. Out yonder with God and Him alone, you stay astronaut. And remember, in order to get to be an astronaut, you had to get in a tank. And they can't control themselves. It takes a rather power, an atomic power, to lift him out beyond space. And then he's controlled by a power. Glory. God's spiritual astronaut is the same. They come into a tank and into a place, into a body, and that body is the body of Christ. It's not, it wasn't John Glenn, the one we have just mentioned here. It was not John Glenn, it was the tank that he was in. It was the machine. He just sat there and didn't do nothing. John Glenn is considered the American hero. But the prophet says he had to do nothing. All he had to do is just to sit there, and the power of the tank was leading him all the way. He just sat there and didn't do nothing. He just had the real pure courage to get up there and say, that's right, because science has proved it. The, when they made the first test, the first test failed. The first test failed and different things failed, but he still had the courage that I can make it if I stay in that tank. Let me tell you, no matter what is happening, we just need to have the faith to believe that the word of God will bring us all the way. Because it has already proven that you can bring us all the way. All we need is just to rest into the tank. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. It takes the power of the new birth to lift us beyond space. Remember, it's not the strength of John Glenn that lifts not his face. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Amen. Amen. The tank is already here in the form of the word of God. Just get into the word of God. Get into the headstone. The headstone is here crying grace, grace, grace to the bride. It's not by our works, but it's by the grace of God. Let me tell you, as he was told to Jerusalem, who are thou, great mountain? 
like that question. I like that question. Who are thou, great mountain? Who are thou, Laodicea? Who are thou, difficulties? Who are thou, the last of Laodicea? We have received the headstone that is crying grace, grace, grace to the bride. Nothing can stop us. Amen. Who are thou sickness? Who are thou unbelief? You are nothing in front of Zerubbabel who has proclaimed that he shall send the headstone. And the headstone is here. Amen. When you are in the space, the, dif the difference between the space, when you are in the space, everything becomes plain. The mountain becomes plain. You don't look at the mountain as high things, you just see it as a small things there. <laughs> Well, I like that. Because when you, when the, 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 the problem that we have sometimes when we are going through difficulties is to consider things at a level where we are looking at. We need to go into the promise of God, to go higher in the promise of God, and to look at the promise, look at the problem according to the promise of God. The problem will look so little in front of the promise of God. An eagle does not, does not fight a snake on the floor. An eagle, in order to quickly kill a snake, no matter how venomous it is, he has to bring him in the sky and deal with him in the sky. Amen. As the bride of Christ, I'm telling you this evening, set your wings, set your wings to the winds, amen. Because you are an eagle, you have been born in order to fly higher. Only the prophet of God could declare to the bride, you are astronauts, amen. You are not bound for the earthly things. You are, you are created and predestinated to be a believer, believing the things that will bring you higher. That's why God could tell the prophet, you cannot teach Pentecostal babies supernatural things. What are those supernatural things? The opening of the world. You can be a Christian, you can be with many different Christians, but when you, come to, when you start talking about certain things, a nominal Christian from denomination cannot understand those things. When you start talking to him about the Son of Man, he cannot understand. When you start talking to him about Melchizedek, they can't understand. The Theophany, they can't understand. Those things are not only to pop up or to puff up our knowledge, it's to give us faith and revelation because rapturing faith lays in the messages. Amen. Praise be to God. And Kadesh Barnea as an example putting the Bible here. They came up from, the, from, the, from spying the land. All the dense spices were looking at the situation on the earthly things. They, oh, we look like grasshoppers. We are nothing in front of them. But Caleb was a type of the bride. Look at the promise of God. He look at the promise of God from high and look at the situation. He says, we are more than overcomer. This, this, this land belongs to us. God has already promised us and we are going to have it. Let me tell you, the rapture belongs to us. In the rising of a sun, he says, it's not about that you are going to make it. You have already and you will make it. <laughs> Praise be to God. Look at David. I like to show my kids the story of David because I always like the way they put that illustration. They see that you see, you see Saul, you see all the, the you see all you see all Israel, the army of Israel running away from the champion of the Philistines, running away from the champion. And a little boy, little boy, David who's coming, he knows that he has received the anointing. The only thing that is sustaining him, he knows that he has received the anointing. What is making us overcome is not our strength, it's not our, our power, it's by the Spirit of God. We have received the eagle anointing. 
He looked at the giant. Oh, I don't want to look at the giant in a normal way. I want to look at the giant according to the promise of God that I shall be a king. So you come with whatever you have, but let me tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I come in the name of the almighty God, the God of the army, invisible army of Israel. You shall be, you shall be defeated today. <laughs> Put that in your situation. No matter what you are going through, just get, get into the tank. You are a spiritual astronaut and fly over the issue. Oh, praise be to God. Prophet says, God wants man who can come into Christ and believe that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And don't take their own thinking, move out into space, controlled by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Astronaut, how far is it back from the old horse and buggy? How far is it even from the airplane? How far is it from justification, from sanctification, from the baptism of the Holy Ghost? They're coming to eagles. The first, they were lizards. They become chickens. And then they become crows. Now they are eagles. No one can follow them. Oh, praise be to God. He says you're coming from justification, sanctification, baptism of the Holy Ghost. You go even higher than that. They're becoming, they're coming to eagles. Amen. Let me tell you, we are coming into the capstone now. We are coming into the headstone. We are coming into a personal relationship with God. When you come into that capstone, when you come into that capstone, it's a personal relationship with God. It's not relying anymore on anybody else. It's only you and the word of God. You become, you start by the new birth, but upon that new birth, as the prophet will preach to the statue of the prophet man, you add faith. Amen. You add faith, you add virtue, you, 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 you add knowledge, you add temperance, you add patience, you add brotherly love. Then you, then you go on the higher level, which is the capstone. Amen. Astronaut for Jesus. Don't even live by his own power. The only thing he does is to get into the capstone. That all you have to do is to get into it. God will do the shooting and the blessing. It isn't gasoline power no more, neither church creed. It's God atom power that pushes you plumb out of space out yonder. Let me tell you, the more you feed upon the word of God, you will see the increase of the power of God. <laughs> Amen. Increase of power of God to overcome everything, anything. Oh, I don't have power to overcome that sin that sea easily beset me. Let me tell you the secret. Stay in the atmosphere. Stay in the word of God. Stay in prayer. I can't overcome this temper. Stay in prayer and feed upon the word of God that things I get loose. Amen. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Ghost brings you into the tank. But you need to get into the capstone. The spacecraft or space rocket has three main components. Are you still with me? Give me a few minutes. The payload, the guidance system, and the propulsion system. The propulsion system is constituted of different stages. The more the tank goes into the space, those stages are falling apart, are falling down, are falling down. As it's going more in the space, are falling down. It needed the stage of justification in order to go a little bit higher. It needed a stage of sanctification in order to go a little bit higher. 
But as, as the prophet will put that as a type in many different things, they become fallen angels. When they are passed, they are passed, amen. It doesn't mean that they were not important, they were important, but once they are passed, they are passed. Don't go back to that again. Oh, I want to live like Luther. Luther was still smoking. Amen. But we have received something higher. You need to go higher. Amen. Now we have passed. Now we have passed through the Pentecostal age. We have passed through the troposphere, the stratosphere, the mesosphere. We are in Christ. The days of organization and denomination is over. Oh, I belong to this group, I belong to this trend, I belong to this, is over. The age of saying, oh, you know, you have to believe like me, you have to follow what I'm preaching, is over. Now with each believer, with the word of God. Let it become a personal relationship between God and the capstone. Between you in the capstone, you and God in the capstone. Don't let anything stop you. Keep going higher with God. How can you go higher if God keep humbling yourself? Keep humbling yourself. The way to go high is to the way to go high is by going down. Keep humbling yourself. Keep humbling yourself towards the word of God. Keep feeding upon the word of God. Keep staying in prayer with the word of God. Amen. Adding word upon word. The troposphere is the layer where all the weather and doubts and the doubts, where the weather and clouds, sorry which we typically watch and experience, are generated and contained. As long as you fly and you stay onto the troposphere, you are still under the weather. Oh, I'm an astronaut, but I'm still under the weather. That day is where I feel good, that day is where I feel bad. That day is where I hear things, people talking about me, and I feel like I don't feel like greeting them, I feel like leaving the church, I feel like leaving the message. Oh, if you are still bound to those things, you know, you are not there yet. You are in astronaut, but you need to go a little bit deeper. You need to go above those spheres. When you have perfect love, you can't be easily provoked because you have the perfect love in your heart. Amen. Once you are, once you are still, if you are still under the troposphere, you are still under the atmosphere of the cloud and doubt. You can still under questioning things, or it, it, that's really mean what it means. The word means what it means. Amen. You just say, God, give me more revelation. Let me go a little bit higher. Let me go a little bit higher. Even though I don't understand, but if I go higher, you will reveal to me what it means. Amen. Leave behind any doubt. Leave behind the stage of pride. You know, when you count, when you go into the countdown, the countdown starts by 10, 10, 9, going down, going down, going down. The prophet will say that, that number 10 is the, is, the number, is the number of the man, the worldly things. So if you are still in the stage, in the stage, in stage 10, still, there are still worldly things. You need to go a little bit down. We are now at count one. I would say even maybe count zero. We're already there. The time to go into the rapture. Amen. It's not the time to stay into pride, stay into doubt anymore. A Christian who depends on the external weather is not there yet. When the economy is bad, you come you see him come to church. But when the economy is good and he doesn't come to church anymore. I don't know why I put it for the last time, but for the last thing. <laughs> you need to go beyond there. 
Where the weather is this? Where the weather is this? You are above that atmosphere. You have passed the sound barrier. You have passed, you have passed the atmosphere. You are beyond all the things. They move on with the pillar of fire. You keep going on. Amen. One more thing. Once you are in the space, you are not bound by gravity anymore. You move your body in the presence of the Lord the way you want. The way is leading you. The way is leading you. <laughs> you can, like you heard on Sunday, I really enjoy that. You, you raise your hand. It's not raising your hand like this. Lord, in the atmosphere, they, they move. Oh, they're enjoying their time over there. You move all the way. The Lord wants you to, you just, oh Lord, I want you more and more. Amen. When you are on the... Only on that sphere, in the, in the atmosphere, you are not bound by gravity anymore. You can move. You can move as the Holy Spirit leads you. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You don't control yourself. The Holy Spirit controls you. You are a spiritual astronaut. You are in another dimension, sitting in heavenly places. That the scripture that says that, the scripture says this in Ephesians 2, 6, he has raised us together and has made us sit together in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. I like the word, he has raised us up together with him. Just put two thoughts here and then we can close. As the other stages help you to go higher, you don't step there. As we saw the propulsion system, you need to believe, you need to look at the guidance system. The guidance system is the radar. It's the one leading you. You're going higher, but which way, how are you going? How are you being led? It has to be controlled by something. The prophet says, remember the astronaut is controlled by a radar power. You've seen them bring John Glenn in. I looked down there at Cape Carnival and seen the great big radar thing. You couldn't even see him nowhere, but you could tell where he was by the way the radar was pointing. That's where he was at. We got a radar too, which is prayer. Prayer is the radar power that directs the astronaut. Ask the Father anything in my name, I'll do it. Just watch the way the prayer is going. You can see the way he is pointing. Amen. Just watch the way the church is praying. You can see the way the missiles will fly. You can tell it by the way the astronaut is traveling, by the way the church is praying. God, give me more of yourself. Lord, give me more of the Holy Spirit. Give me more of the manifestation of the word of God. Amen. Amen. No one could say that prayer is only for the first stage. Prayer is not only for the first stage, it's not only for the second stage, not even the sixth stage. Prayer is essential for all the stages of the trip. As you are going into the sphere, you need prayer all the time. You need a guidance system all the time. Amen. The prophet says we look at the scientific age we live in. We live in the push button age. It means we want everything, you push a button. People have less time to pray than they ever did have in all these modern times. Why? Because they want the push button. You want to talk to God as a push button. Don't talk to God as a push button. Give some time to God. Stay in the presence of God. You want more horsepower? Prayer is there. Amen. 
And the most important thing for the, for the, for the spacecraft as you're going through the space is the payload. Is the astronaut himself. The astronaut himself has to get to the final destination. No matter how the stages are blowing, are exploding all the way, how much is going, if the payload doesn't reach the moon, doesn't reach the destination, they call that mission as a failure. The payload has to reach the destination. Oh, I thank God for that. <laughs> as in the spiritual time, as you put it as a type, we are the perfection for the other stages. Hebrews 11 says, Luther and others were important for the propulsion of the rocket, but they never received the promise of God. God has provided some better things for us that they without us should not made perfect. Amen. How do you know that we'll make it? Because the captain has promised that we will make it. Amen. Praise be to God. We have the evidence that we'll make it because the capstone is already here. The word of God is here. The opening of the word is here. The dynamic is here. Amen. We are waiting for the manifestation, the physical, but the word, Christ here, is here. Is the capstone. Amen. Christ is here, the revealed word of the hour. We have the evidence for the capstone in the Bible. One time we saw Enoch going into walking with God. As a, the beginning I said, Enoch was with God, walking with God. His testimony was pleasant with God. But one day he was taken by that capstone. He was taken by that spacecraft. He was taken into the air. And they couldn't see Enoch anymore. anymore. What, God was, what God was showing, he was showing that he was a type for something that will be living in the end time. If Enoch could go it, we will also make it. Amen. One time we see Elijah was going there, and he knew that he was going to go through the steps. He has to go to Gilgal. He has to go to justification. He has to go to the school of the prophet. He has to go to sanctification. He has to go to the Jordan River. He has to go to the Pentecostal age. But he had something that he was looking at. He was looking into something that was going to transport him from one place to the other dimension. Amen. And that spacecraft, God sent it and took his prophet away. As a type, we see it happening. We know that the reality is going to happen soon. Amen. If you read the rapture, the prophet put many types showing that what was in the type is the same thing that God is going to do now for the things that are going to be. Do you love the Lord? Yeah. Amen. As I'm closing here. The way we have shown to the illustration of crossing through the atmosphere and so forth. It might give a representation as the heaven is way, way billions of miles away. That's only a man's imagination. Heaven is just a dimension. One day the prophet took a ride into that dimension. God gave him a little astronaut ride into that dimension. And he saw our brothers on the other side. This reminds me of the Soviet astronaut who went on the other side, went on the other side, not on the other side, went into the space, went there and came back, says, I don't believe in God because I couldn't see God on the other side. So, but you made a mistake. You don't see God on the other side by looking in a natural way. Heaven is a dimension. <laughs> we have the evidence of someone went on the other side. And we are just in the countdown, counting how we are getting closer and closer. The prophet is preaching the countdown. We are just at the countdown. One, zero is going to happen at any time. 
we are, the science, say, science is saying we are three minutes before midnight, but now we are not only three minutes before midnight. I would say we are all maybe 0 0.5 before midnight. We are maybe at zero point, count zero, because we are about to get home, amen. You see many things happening in the science, in the science world, spacecraft. Oh, this company looking for space. This company doing this. It's going to transport people from one place to the other place. They will go to the moon. People will be traveling from the here to the moon. It will be a normal travel that they will be doing all the time. I'm not interested in that. I want to change dimension. I want to go into the rapture. I will look at another place. They say, you oh, know, people will be traveling at, uh, from any place in the, into, into the globe, any place into the world in less than one hour. You can move from here to another place in the world, wherever it might be in less than one hour. I look at it and says, I'm not interested in that. I want to travel at the, thought, at the speed of the thought. <laughs> That's what is more important. If the future is bright for the science, I would say this future is even brighter for us. Yeah. We are going to be younger again. <laughs> Amen. That's what our future is brighter and brighter. Amen. It's our future is not sad. Our future is brighter and brighter. Amen. Musician can come. Prophet says, in the natural achievement, they've taken off to the moon. In the spiritual achievement, we are taking off towards heaven. The natural astronaut is trying to find him a place on the moon. We have done already got a place in heaven already. In my father's house are many mansions. I'll go and prepare a place for you and send an astronaut back to get you. Countdown is on. Countdown is on. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. The fire begins to spread. The ministry crowned in glory. Oh, hallelujah. The old rocket begins to take off, not pointing towards the moon, but pointing towards glory. Yonder she is, the fire of God spreading, the power of the Holy Ghost lifting her up and beyond the moon, stars, beyond anything that could ever be achieved by man. The church will take a flight for, to the bosom of God in heaven one of these mornings. Amen. But what shall we do now? Get into the astronauts quickly. The doors will be closing after a while. The countdown is on. Science says the countdown is three minutes. Hours may be ahead of that. It might be one ready for zero. Let's come in. Amen. That's my, that my desire and prayer also. Come into, come into the astronaut right now. Don't wait for any time. Don't play church anymore. Come into the astronaut right now. Amen. 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 Do you love the Lord? Amen. Oh, praise be to God. Just sing together. Set your wings to the wind of faith. There your spiritual astronaut. There are two goals that you may take one by side.
Say 